All right, y'all. I am so excited to bring the Elevated Man Retreat to the world. It's going to be Saturday, January 7th. It's going to be here in Southern California in the Orange County area. And it's going to be one day, no overnight. It's going to be dawn to dusk. It's going to be men coming together, connecting, doing what men love to do. There'll be some competition. There's going to be coaching. There's going to be goal setting, vision casting for the new year and beyond. Um, There's going to be camaraderie. There's going to be everything that a man wants and needs to do, especially this day and age. Men need men. We're looking to connect to each other. And I want to create this space. I'm going to bring it together. There's only 22 spots. We're starting to fill them, but I'm really excited if you're local or if you want to fly into Orange County, I'd love to have you. I'll drop the link in the show notes for the event break to sign up. That's it. Let's get to the episode. Everything is a dream. And when you put a timeline on it, it becomes a goal. A vision becomes a goal when you put a timeline on it. Welcome, friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in. Getting magnetic in three two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Welcome to the refresh of Getting Magnetic. If you are listening on the day of the drop, today is Wednesday, January 4th, 2023, and we are kind of giving Getting Magnetic a brief brand, if you will. It is the Love and Business Podcast, and this is the first episode of the year of 2023, and we're coming at you with a fresh perspective. So we're going to start focusing our shows more specifically on relationship and entrepreneurship. And in each episode, you'll start noticing that Wade and I go into three segments. Let's call them three blocks, Mm -hmm. right? So the A block will typically be relationship focus, like a question or a discussion topic. B block will typically be the bulk of the episode where you'll probably have most of your takeaways. And the C block will be a call to action, a takeaway, a business tip, a quote, something like that. So we finished out 2022 with a really powerful network marketing series off the top of my head. I don't know how many episodes it was exactly, maybe around like six to eight episodes, uh, a couple solo episodes of Wade and I. And then we also had some incredible guests on that we interviewed. It was super, super powerful. So we're now shifting gears and moving forward. We're going to have focus themes for the month. And so you kind of know what you're getting into. So with this month of January, our theme, kind of what we're focusing on this month is vision. Mm. I'm super excited for this kind of rebranding, this refresh for getting magnetic. I think We've been doing it for two years now, and we realize, oh my gosh, a little more structure, a little more. This is what people listen for, what we've we've heard from you guys, like the relationship side of it and the business side of it. So we're excited to dive deep into that. Yeah, and niche down a little bit more, Mm because as we know, the riches are in the niches, right? And so you guys can expect like, ooh, I know there's going to be an ABC block. I know I'm going to get some relationship stuff, some business stuff, and some a bulk, like a theme of content for the day. Okay, so let's dive into A block. You ready? Oh, the first one. I'm ready. I'm excited. Okay, so one time, like, I don't know, six months ago, Wade and I were fighting and I wanted to do something like nice and I found this book 
It literally says, say I do to a successful marriage, 300 questions to build a rewarding, happy, and intimate relationship. And I bought it. And there's all sorts of different topics. Um, So we found a section in this book called Goals and Aspirations, and there's a rapid fire round. And Mm. so we thought we would start the first episode with actually like a series of questions. And I encourage you to ask these to your spouse, to your wife, to your husband, to your boyfriend, to your girlfriend, to your partner. Um, And if you're not in a relationship, ask it to a friend or a coworker, a roommate, or your parents or your sibling. I don't care. But they're just kind of fun like discussion questions. Yeah. Okay. So- I'm going to ask you, and then you can fire back if you want. Okay. Wade, would you rather have a really nice car or a really nice house? House. I have to say the same. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather live close to family or close to friends? Oh, as I hear my dad in the background downstairs, I think friends because family will travel. Like, Yeah. I think close to friends because family will travel to see you. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'm kind of torn on that one. It depends who in my family. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, are we talking like distant family? Because I'm already like I not think your near whole them. Family. Your my whole, entire family. Yeah, your your dad, your sister, everyone, your yeah, brother. Yeah, I'm kind of with you because I feel like I can easily like no matter where I live, if we didn't live near the family, pop on a plane and visit them, or mm-hmm. they'll visit us, and you're more likely and invested to like visit your family. But friends, like you could easily go years without seeing each other, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. I think I have to choose family. Okay. Okay. Um, have a big house or have a big yard? I don't need a huge house. I think yard. I think yard. There's a lot to the cool stuff you can do with a big yard. Okay. Yeah. I kind of feel, well, I guess you have to define big, right? Like how big is a big house? Because there's like those shows, like the tiny house. It's yeah. like 400 no, square that's feet. Not, that's that's not really cool. tiny. Yeah. But like a modest house, like a 2,500 square foot. 2,500 square foot home is like more than enough. Mm -hmm. You can have four or five, even maybe six bedrooms or an office in that. And then it's all about the yard and the activities and entertaining and being able to like host and have people gather. Same page here. So I'm with you on that. Okay. Would you rather live in the city or in the country? Oh, right now I've more towards city. As I get older, I think that it'll evolve into country. Okay. I'm more mature than you because I want to be in the country over the city. (laughs) (laughs) Um, have easy access to mountains or the ocean? Ocean. Probably have to agree with you on that. Um, learn to ski or learn to surf? Surf. I think I have to say ski. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, I'm still working through my fear of water yeah, and sharks. Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Have an impressive title at work or have a three-day work week? Three-day work week. I, I'm like, who is saying impressive work title? Yeah, come on. Someone's like, I need to be the like CEO, but I'm fine working 90 hours a week. Like, yeah. no, no, no. No. Who cares about your title? Okay, be more confident or be more charismatic? Oh, confident. Why? I feel like they really go hand in hand, but confidence is within yourself, like mm-hmm. self-confidence. Charismatic is more outward. It's mm-hmm. like, do people like me? Do Can I attract people? But self-confidence comes from within. So I think that's the most important. Interesting. I would say charismatic because... Like, you know how when someone's charismatic, they have like this vivacious, magnetic, Mm -hmm. like you're Mm -hmm. drawn to them. Yeah. And when someone's charismatic, I mean, that typically gives off a vibe to me that they are confident. Like for them to feel- they go hand in hand. For them to feel like, um, I guess, brave enough or like, I don't know, like 
what's the right word? For them to feel like I can lean into who I am mm-hmm. and just be big and be bold and let my personality come out. I don't I'm really attracted to charismatic people yeah. and there's not a lot of them. Like when you see one, you're like, that person, who who are they? I need to know them. So I think I've got that one down, uh, humbly speaking, in space. And charismatic. So I am too. Yeah, you are. (laughs) You're magnetic, baby. Okay, thank you. Um, Would you rather take more risks or have a more solid plan for your future? Risk. I feel like that's changed for you. For sure. Because if I asked you this like four years ago, you'd be like, must have a solid plan. Yeah. (laughs) Entrepreneurship has changed a lot for me in my mentality and thinking. Yeah, mine's absolutely more risks for sure. Okay, I'm going to ask you one more and then we'll get into block B, okay? Okay. All right. Would you rather be more active or be more intentional? Intentional. I think I've got the active down and intentional is a bigger opportunity for me. So intentional Mm -hmm. for sure. What about you? I'm opposite. I'm an extremely intentional, yeah. maybe too intentional. Yeah. Um, and there's an opportunity for me to be more active. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't really like work out. We're a good balance. We're a good balance. <laughs> this is good. So that was cool. That was probably a longer than typical A block, but like sometimes it might be like we might share something for a minute or two. Sometimes there'll be a fire round like that and we'll go back and forth. But that's like sets the tone for Sandy and I to connect, to connect with you, the audience, but also something that you can take back and like Sandy said, do with a roommate, a spouse, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever it is, a best friend. But okay, with that said, excited for the first episode of the, of kind of the rebrand of Getting Magnetic Love and Business Podcast, January's Vision Month. And Sandy and I always evaluate our goals and our vision for our life. I shouldn't say always, but we don't just wait for New Year's to do it. We kind of do it when we feel like it's appropriate. But I think there's also something about how, you know, the sun circles around or the earth circles around the sun in 365 days there's a new calendar year there's something it's like about cyclical and, yeah the yeah. cyclical nature and it is appropriate to set new year goals and intentions and stuff um if you're again intentional about it so as we think about as you think about Sandy setting like visions goals for the new year and I know all of January for getting magnetic episodes is going to be around vision. It's probably going to be somewhat in our love and our family and our relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be in our business too, because we believe those are holistic things. We don't in our family separate like, oh, business family. Like it's all, it's all kind of, of one life. Yeah. And that's that's the kind of goal and intention of this rebrand and this podcast is having a holistic approach to that and and meshing it together beautifully. So as you think about your vision or our vision from your lens for 2023, like how do you think about setting vision, setting goals? Like what what's on your heart? The main things that come up for me and granted at the time, you know, of this airing, I'm about 17 weeks pregnant with our second baby. And so a lot of my mental real estate is occupied with, you know, welcoming another family member and expansion and growth. And, um, it's a lot of my goals are focused around family Mm -hmm. and, um, like location wise, like Mm -hmm. where we're going to live. I have this like deep knowing that we're moving and I'm not exactly sure where yet, but I know that we're moving before the baby is born. Mm. So talk to me a little bit about that. Cause your intuition is one of your superpowers. Like Sandy is just those gut feelings you get and everything. And I feel like you might take it for granted because it's 
somewhat natural for you, but I think it's a big part of vision for life. And like, you might have a vision, something might pop onto your heart and it's there for a reason. And then you might get signs or have gut instincts or things like you're saying, how do you integrate like your gut feelings and your instincts into like you setting goals or casting vision? I know that's just like overall, how do you feel about that? Like it, empower me because I'm not as intuitive as you are. And maybe someone in the audience that's like, oh, I want to be more intuitive or listen to my gut or look for the signs, stuff like that. Man, I've always been this way. So I don't know how to like teach it because mm-hmm. it's just like ingrained in my soul. But when I have a feeling or like an intuition or like a thought comes up, I shouldn't say a thought, but like a repetitive thought. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it's, yeah, like a sign Mm -hmm. of like, you need to explore this. Mm -hmm. And so as I've been reflecting a lot um, on, you know, becoming a family of four and having two babies, I've been thinking about like, I'm I'm very intentional about like how I want to raise our children. And currently we live in California. We love California. I was born and raised here. I still live in the same town that I was brought home from the hospital in. My family lives here, my dad, my brother, my sister, um, a lot of my friends. I have a massive network here. And lately I've been feeling, I I don't fully know how to describe it, but the way I know how to best, I guess, explain it is envision you as a person and envision, envision like all these tethers coming off of you with every commitment that you have, every person that you know, every event you get invited to every possible thing that, um, Mm. do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's like five, even the bills, the stuff, the whatever, like, so yes, yeah, to these tethers. So I feel like there's like 500 tethers to Mm. me here in Laguna Niguel, California, which is, yeah, we are born and raised here. Yeah. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm very intertwined in the community. Right. But there's something in my soul that is like, it's harder to create a ton of boundaries and like I'm craving to start fresh mm-hmm. and go somewhere completely new and build my first tether. Untethered soul. And like my second tether and my third tether. Mm. And like like our first tether will be like, where do where are we gonna live? Like yeah. we're signing a lease or we're buying a home. Like first tether, here it is. The second tether might be like, oh my gosh, are we gonna like join a gym or like do you know what I mean? Like those, yeah. type, or are we going to have a nanny or like those little things and like building a new fresh life together mm. um, feels really exciting to me. And I want to get out of my comfort zone um, here. I'm working to be very careful with my words. I feel like boring is a strong word and kind of like a low vibe word. But if I'm being honest, I feel a little bored here. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like my life is very predictable And um, I want to switch it up. And Mm. nothing is forever. We might move somewhere and come back a year later and be like, we love California. But something is telling me we got to go. I think that's so beautiful. Sandy and I were talking a little bit before the episode, just kind of talking about like what we want to cover, what what we want people to get out of the episode. When I asked her, like, what, how do you think about goal setting and vision? She kind of brought up this concept of untethering and she didn't even use that word and but you did and now on the recording which I think is such a great word because I think it it illustrates why you feel like why this is your vision and so what is so beautiful is like when people think about setting goals is typically like tangible like 
okay, I'm going to set a goal. I want to double my income. I want this. I want that. And yours vision and your goals is almost addition by subtraction in a way of like, a lot I'm of my in my goal. comfort zone here. I'm born and raised here. I have all these tethers, as you said, and I want to release it. I want change. I want new. I want to be open. I want to open up. I want to new to create new tethers, new community, new things. I want that challenge. I want that openness. I want that space created. And so you have your vision and which came from your instinct or your gut, your intuition, which you followed of like, we're going to move before we have another baby. And then it goes from there. And the, the, the premise and the concept behind it is like this untethering and this progressing in life as a human, as a family, as everything by moving from everything you're used to, your comfort zone and all these tethers and releasing tethers to go create new ones. I think that's such a beautiful depiction of a vision for life. And this is for our family. It's will be for our business. It'll be for everything too. Yeah. A big part of my goals is releasing Mm. and boundaries and doing less. Mm. Um, I think a lot of times goals are around like doing more and accomplishing and Mm -hmm. crushing and hustling and grinding and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. And there's a season for that. And I've been in those seasons, trust me. But for me right now, my biggest focus and goal is um, doing less and attracting more. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. Like, do you feel you can receive more while doing less. Absolutely. Like, how does that work? Because that's something that like, I, I, I can work on and help, like receiving more and doing less. Like, how do you think about that? Like for the audience, I'm listening, like, what does that even mean? Like, what does that mean? You free up space. Like mm. when you're doing less, you free up time, energy, space, just you allow more openness for things to flow to you and Mm -hmm. to invite in just more opportunities. If you're so busy all the time and so back to back and so time blocked and so from call to call and appointment appointment and from this job to that job and from blah, 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 blah. It's like you're in such, such like go, go, go mode that you're not creating space to allow things to flow to you. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that makes sense. That's that, that's amazing. It's, I think what you said, everyone's busy. Everyone's so busy, right? That we almost shut ourselves off to new opportunity, to new things, to our intuition even, to see things, to feel things, to see the sign, to f- get that gut feeling and actually follow it, to be able to think, step back and like think and reflect on life and spend time thinking and working on our life and on the vision for our life instead of in it so much. We're always in it day to day. I think that's beautiful. And I think it's a a great balance and yin and yang because you are in your, you know, feminine where you're bringing a life into the world and all these things are like, it, the, I don't know what it's called, the divine feminine, whatever, but where everything you're saying is is so opposite of how I typically think and feel. And I think there's that's why there's beautiful balance. And it's funny when you ask me, like, how do you think about goals or what do you want to cover is so different. But I think there's beauty in that, we in the contrast. And yeah, we balance each other. It's funny. I've told you this before, but I'm in a season and it probably very much is because we have a one-year-old mm-hmm. and I'm still nursing her and I'm pregnant with our second. And I'm just in this like, yeah, like creation mode where 
I know that my mindset and my mentality is extremely crucial as I have one in the womb Mm -hmm. and that that will like literally shape his or her personality and mindset. And so like eliminating stressors Mm -hmm. and just being mindful of what I let in, of what I let have my energy. And um, I've told you this and this is like kind of like out of alignment with me, but like I crave like in the season of my life for me to slow down and for you to lean in more Mm -hmm. and you to do more work and you to do more. Like I want to be with our babies. Like it, like I want us both to be with our babies, but if it wasn't a 50, 50, like split, like Mm -hmm. I'm okay being with them like 60% of the time Mm -hmm. and you 40% of the time and, and just being there with them more, um, and less in the business and less in the things and the to do's and the appointments and the blah, 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 because I'm like, they're not going to be this little again. Mm -hmm. And I know like when I get this newborn phase again, like it's literally the most precious season of life ever. And it goes by like so fast. Mm -hmm. It's like a dream. It's like came and went. Yeah. And I want to just cherish that and slow down. I love it. And I've been, you know, in hearing all that, I've been learning a lot about the feminine masculine balance and, and relationship and cycling. And Sandy is heavy in her feminine as she should be bringing life into the world. And you, you know, you heard her say, you're craving seeing me go maybe more in business so you can do less or or be more with our family. And that is, you know, as it's defined, okay, wait, I want you to lean more into your masculine so I can lean more into my feminine and we'll have that positive balance. Um, which I think is where I'm at too. And I'm excited about too. But then a part of me is also like, I want to spend just as much time with our family, but I realize, you know, there's sacrifice and there's trade-offs and there's everything. And I get to spend so much time with our family and I absolutely love it. But also I had this realization where Sandy had an intuition. I moved here to be with you five-ish years ago. And I thought like, okay, Orange County, she's born and raised here. This is our home. This is our home forever. And I've moved kind of my whole life to a lot of different places. I grew up generally in the Boston area, like a little bit of elementary, middle school through high school and actually after college and into the work. So a long time, but I've moved a lot. And in moving out here, I was totally okay with it. And I figured this is where we were. This was where we were planting roots. We thought this was our like end all be all. So I didn't, it wasn't my intuition to be like, I want to uproot and pull Sandy from her home, but it was hers. And in the beginning, I was like, this is your idea. Yeah, I'm open. I'm cool with it. I've moved. It's awesome. Uh, Let's do it. Sure. And it was just kind of like, yeah, whatever you want. And what I realized I had this this real I actually was at a, a medium that's a whole nother thing and it I had this gut intuition feeling that I followed and I listened to from me myself which is like wait this isn't Sandy's vision that I'm supporting I'm this is now my vision too and then where I can step in is is run with the vision be like babe this is your vision is now our vision and it's my vision too separately and I'll do what I'm good at to go execute on this, this or that, find a lease, do whatever, figure something out. And it was this cool moment of like where Sandy said, I don't want you to just do whatever I want. She didn't say this, but I want this to be our vision. And all of a sudden it was our vision. And now I'm like, I fully love it. And I'm on board with it. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm a, we're going to make this happen, but I'm going to do my part in making this happen. So we're totally aligned there and excited. And I think the thought, that thought of like untethering too. I've always done that in my life. 
And so it'll be exciting. I've never untethered. Yeah. You did move to Boston with me for a year, which was a big change. But but, I knew I was coming right back. Right, right. Um, So yeah, untethering. So I want to ask you, the listener, what do you need to, what needs to be untethered? Mm -hmm. Like, think about that. Like, what are you carrying with you that's like super heavy or that isn't benefiting you or you're just hanging on to it or you keep doing it or you keep showing up for it because you feel like you have to or you told that person you would. Like, it's okay for you to change your mind. Like, it's okay for you to pivot. It's okay for you to, like, it's not that you're out of integrity. If you said you were going to do something and you're like, you know what, a year later, three years later, whatever, like, I'm zooming out and taking a look at my life from, like, a God perspective, like, looking down on it and realizing, like, this isn't actually, like, is this actually getting me closer to what I want? Yes or no? You know, so ask yourself these things. Ask your partner these things. These are just really awesome, like, profound type conversations to have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's wild because I've started telling like family and close friends that we want to do this and almost no one has been supportive. Probably because people just want us to stay, you know, but like, what? Nothing's better than California. Like, that that's going to be so hard for us and we're never going to get to see you and it's going to cost our family so much when we want to, you know, come out to visit and like a lot of like, kind of like negativity and resistance, which I think is like coming from love maybe. Yeah. But I realize it's like, about that. I mean, most people put themselves before others, so they yeah. most people will see it from their lens. Like, wait, what's best for me, not what's best for Sandy and Wade. Totally, and that's okay. Everyone's human. But there's so many things that excite me, like yeah. about something fresh and something new, and yeah, like just you know, I really want our kids to learn by experiencing and by being, and you know, getting out of comfort zones, being in different cultures, being in different communities, just surrounding ourselves in like diverse opportunities. And I feel like there's so much growth to be had in that area for us in our life. And if we just stay here in Orange County forever, it kind of feels a little bit limited. Yeah. No, I love it. I'm excited. We'll see. We'll see where we end up. I think, I think we have a hunch, but we'll see. (laughs) Okay. Actually, I'd love, this is going perfectly if that was such a thing. Because I think where this podcast is going, the Love and Business podcast, is there's going to be some level of contrast, love and business. But like we said, kind of how it all comes together holistically. So when Sandy and I were talking about our visions and kind of what we wanted you, the listener, to get out of this episode, they were so different. Mm-hmm. And what you heard Sandy come from is was more a place of maybe more of the love, maybe more of the heart, maybe more of the untethering the soul and the things. And what can you release to progress more? How can you do less, receive more? And then my answer when she asked me was more business focused or more tangible or more strategic or different stuff. And I think that this episode is a perfect microcosm of what's to come with the podcast and Mm -hmm. everything because I had like calls to action and stuff for people. (laughs) Which is fine. We can blend it all together. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, are we ready to merge into C block? Yeah. Well, no, I think C block will be the end. I think all this part is like still the B block. Okay. See, we're, we're figuring it out with you guys now. Yeah. Okay. But I think this is the B block and then we know what we were going to do with the C block. Yeah. So that's coming. Okay. So I think this is just, you asked me, how do I think about vision? Okay. Okay, yeah. my turn. Yeah. Okay, so how do you think about vision? No, thank you, baby. <laughs> um, Sandy's the freestyle, come from the heart always. I'm like, all right, babe, we need a little bit of structure and this and that. And so where I've had opportunity to be more free-flowing, 
and she's had more opportunity to structure a little bit and we have opportunity to come together on it. It's a beautiful mix and it's a, we're always working on it. So when Sandy asked me, I was like, oh my gosh, I just did something at this one day event I went to, shout out to Justin Prince in St. George a few months back. And it was so powerful. And it's something me and you have done, but I think a lot of people haven't done. And I was like, wow, I, people need to do this stuff. And so I have something I'm going to go through kind of goal setting or vision casting. And there's like calls to action and it's tangible. Um, so do we need to be taking out like a piece of paper? I think so. I think either do it live right now or, you know, pause the episode or once it's done, do it. Or once you have time where you can create a space to be with yourself and, and vision cast, like that's when to do it, whenever that moment is. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't delay it too long. You give yourself 30 days to clean your house, it'll take 30 days. You give yourself three hours, it'll take three hours. So do it when you can. I'd say as soon as possible. But And do it with your partner too. And do it with a partner, even better. Yeah, if you, if you have a partner, a spouse, whoever, a roommate, anyone, do it with them. So first, actually, first step, let's express gratitude for something we've achieved this past year in 2022. Just anything, something. And if you're like, I talked to someone the other day and they're like, I had it the worst year. Maybe find some gratitude in the year or something from five years ago. What's something you've accomplished in your life? Let's start there. We'll come from a place of a grateful heart. Um, so that's step one, write, write down one or write down even five things you're proud that you've already accomplished. Because when you start to come from, wow, I did do that. That was once a goal and now it's done. For us, when I wrote it down, my greatest accomplishments, I think of marrying you, starting a family, becoming entrepreneurs, achieving the top rank in our company, starting an investment fund. I received an All-American award for college football. I did an Ironman. I got my master's in finance. There's all these things I wrote down that I was proud of. And it brought me to this place of like, wow, I'm proud. Moving to Orange County, moving to our next spot. I'm all proud of it all. But the next thing, this is step two. This is what I think is very powerful. And this is won't come easy to a lot of people. It wasn't necessarily easy for me, and I've done it before. But write down 50 things that you'd like to accomplish in the next 10 years. It could be in the next month, six months, year, five years, 10 years, whatever. But write down 50 things. This is where you can pause the episode right now if you're in a space to do that. Or this is where you can do it after the episode or find a time later today to do that. But And grab your spouse, grab your partner and do it. That would be even more powerful. Have your own separate list and then share with each other. So that's step two. Write down 50 things you'd like to accomplish in the next 10 years. And what happens is we have five or 10 that we're like, ah, oh, this is easy. And then by 10, we're like, oh, what, what else? And we realize we kind of put a cap on our vision or we lack some level of vision beyond the, the obvious things. Oh, I want to get healthy. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to make more money. I want to whatever. So Sandy, we've done this before with like a hundred things, right? Haven't mm-hmm. we? We did Do, it in premarital therapy. Premarital therapy. Like when you reflect and think back to that, like what do you, what comes up for you? Like the things that stand out? Yeah. Just, well, just from, from doing the exercise, writing down a hundred things vision for life? Well, some of them I was like, I wonder if I'll ever be able to do this. And I've actually come across that list recently. And like, actually a lot of them came true. Mm. And it and was we just, just celebrated four years. Congrats. Yeah. Go I us. Know. I know. Happy four year anniversary. Yeah. It's amazing when you look back to see like 
oh my gosh, like this was once a vision not that long ago and it's been accomplished. Mm -hmm. It just feels good Yeah, to see like what was something you once dreamed of and then how you can be like, wow, I need to make a freshie. Yeah. So cool. That, that has been the most amazing thing. I also remember going, yeah, sitting down to write it and being like, this isn't, this is tough. A hundred things. But all of a sudden, and we've talked to people who have done this decades ago, and now they're maybe in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and they're like, guys, it's almost all there. I've done it all. I have a few things left to do. I would need to travel to Africa or whatever, which is so cool. When you have that, all of a sudden, you you kind of put it out there. One, it's now on your heart, and two, it's out there in the world, in the universe, with God, with whatever your beliefs are, and... That's pretty powerful. So write down 50 things you'd like to accomplish in the next 10 years as step two. All right, step three. This is important because you start to bucket it. Write a one, three, five, or 10 next to each one of your 50 goals or visions. And what that those numbers are is, do you want to accomplish it in the next one year, three years, five years, or 10 years? Because it, everything is a dream. And when you put a timeline on it, it becomes a goal. A vision becomes a goal when you put a timeline on it, do you want to make a million dollars in the next year, three years, five years, 10 years? Maybe that's not a goal of yours. Do you want to, I know accumulating $5 million in assets was a, is a five-year goal of mine, um, which Daniel will probably be like, let's do it in one or three. She's always challenging and uh, accelerating my timelines, which is great, but put a number next to it. Now, step four, total up your ones, threes, and fives. Like do one year, three year, five years, 10 years, count how many you have in each. See what your distribution is because it shouldn't be so heavily weighted front end or back end. There should be a relative distribution. Tony Robbins always said, we as humans overestimate what we can do in the short term in the next year and we way underestimate what we can do in the long term. And I love that hearing that because I think it's so true. We're always so focused on my new year, new me, new goals. We said maybe a huge vision and we might come up short or we might hit it. But in 10 years, what you can do in 10 years is beyond probably what you can conceive even right now. And then the last step, step five, list your top three one-year goals. What are the top three things you want to accomplish in the next year? And I think this is something I'm going to revisit because it was interesting what came up for me um, when I did it a few months ago. But I'm excited, and I think Sandy and I, I'm excited to do this with you and do it together and I'm leading a men's retreat on this Saturday, and we're going to go through this too because I think it's such a powerful, we're going to go in a little more depth, but a powerful exercise. And so that it's funny that in thinking about the contrast of Sandy and I and how we think about vision and goal setting and this being step one through five and more tangible and Sandy's being totally heartfelt and heart-led and, and untethered. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of how I think about vision for, for the next year. I love it. So I feel like a great focus is to carve out time and do this, like do this whole activity, do it with your partner, share it with each other, open up for discussion. And I'd also love to see what's on your list, you, the listener, what what are the 50 things that you'd like to accomplish in this, in this lifetime or in the next one, three, five, 10 years? I'd love to see it. Yeah. Take Tag a picture us. of it. Sandy Claus 7, Wellness with Wade, yeah. Getting Magnetic. If you don't want to put it on Instagram, that's fine. But yeah. we'd love it if anyone wants to share with us, even that you're doing it. You don't mm-hmm. need to show your goals necessarily. 
So wait, I want to ask you, what are the the last part, step five? Yeah. What are your three um, things that you want to do in the next year? So this is kind of crazy now that I'm looking back at it. Because you did this, what, a month ago or two I months did ago? did it, yeah. What it was, was like, it? Two months ago in November, I think. Okay. Yeah. And I think it was influenced by just the, my experience there and what I was doing. But what I wrote down was have a son in a home birth was a goal. Wow. Because I feel like it's a girl. But for some reason, I wrote down it's a boy. And that's not like, I'm not like, I want it to be a boy. It was like an intuition thing for me. It was just like, it's. I feel like we're having a home birth and it's a boy. Okay. Even though right now sitting here, I feel like it's a girl. So I don't know. That was just an intuition thing. Okay. The second one I'm so interested by, looking back at it, it was write a book. And I think that was influenced by, I was with our friend Coach Neil on the road trip going out to this. And he was like, you got to write a book. He goes, you, you just launched Big Dad Energy, write a Big Dad Energy book. I'm like, I'm one year into dadding. He was like, that that's irrelevant, write, write the book. And it was just percolating through my head how I'd probably ghostwrite my first book where I would sit down and speak with someone who had helped me write it. But that popped up at me and I'm like, oh my gosh, am I supposed to write a book next year? So we'll see. And then the third one was put on a men's event, which I'm doing on Saturday, which will be my first one, which I'm planning on doing more. But that was a, a goal. And so that's cool. I'll, I'll accomplish that in the first week of 2023. But those were my three, which was interesting for me. How I do you think it. about it? I know you haven't done the exercise yet, and we're going to revisit it together. But Yeah, I haven't done the exercise yet myself. Um, the first thing that comes up is moving. Mm-hmm. The second thing that comes up is a home birth for mm-hmm. our second baby. And... So obviously I'm like focused like on family mm-hmm. and like personal life. I would really, really, really love to get to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. I know we've been wanting to do that for a long time. And like we actually had planned to go this May. And then when we found out baby was coming in June, we like completely uh, kind of shifted gears. But I also feel like that ties in with business because we're able to do that because of the business that we have. Mm-hmm. So although like... In prior years, my goals have been like, make a million dollars, like save this much, like blah, 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 like all like, you know, money focused or material focused or whatever. My focus right now is more on like experiences Mm -hmm. and those experiences will be possible because of the way that we work our business. Yes. I love it. As I think about like family, love and business, I think too, uh, we align in, in vision and goal of moving having a healthy birth. We'd love to have a home birth. Um, We're open, but like that's the goal. So home birth and moving. I think about within business, I think about, I really want to get clear. And I think with moving too, it untethers a lot of things. Like we talked about like bills and certain things. You start fresh. Like where do I want to live? What do I want to do? What gym do I want to go to, et cetera. And I think a goal of mine is to invest like on average $5,000 a month, which I think is really cool and tangible because that's investing for our future. And 5,000 or more, I should say. And then I think I think that's it. I know what I need to do to do that. There's a lot of other goals to to hit that. But I think that's it for me Love for love and business. I love it. Also Switzerland too. I love Switzerland. Let's go to Switzerland for sure. I feel like September could be a really good time. It could be a really good time. Okay. Let's move it. to the C block. 
So this will be kind of the business tip we we leave you guys with, maybe a call to action. So when I was asking Sandy, like she had just an intuition pop up, like you want to you talk through it? Well, I was actually drinking my yogi tea and there's a quote on it. And we looked at each other and we were like, ooh, the quote says, the worst enemy we have is our own fear. Mm. Wow. And so we thought, okay, that's so true. And a lot of times we don't want to speak out our goals or speak out our visions or share what's on our heart because we have fear of, well, what if I can't do it? Or what will people think? Or what will people say? Or can I accomplish this? Or am I good enough? Or am I capable? Or blah, 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 all the head trash and limiting beliefs. And so part of our call to action is for you to declare whatever your goal or your vision is. Maybe it's sharing the activity you did of making your 50 list. Maybe it's like phoning a friend, calling your dad or your best friend or someone that will hold you accountable and being like, I, I got to declare to you like what's on my heart and what I'm doing, the shifts that I'm making, the things that I'm untethering from. Um, but it's really what we want to you know, challenge you or encourage you to do is to declare and get out of your own way and not have fear around getting it you know, out of you and just into the world. So all around that quote. I the love that. Worst enemy we have is our own fear. That that brings up two things for me. My favorite quote, our deepest is right here on the wall. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Our our fear is not our inadequacy. It's our potential. It's our our power. It's what it would take to become that person. And fear is the thing that holds us back from it. Um, and then it makes me think of when I first hired a coach when I was in finance and I wanted to become an entrepreneur and we weren't in our network marketing business yet, or you were, I wasn't partnered with you yet, is they had me declare goals to the public just like this to someone that would hold me accountable, tough love, not just like, oh, you went for it, good job, baby, um, but someone would hold me accountable but two, extra credit to do it to the public on social media. So I went live on Facebook, declared my six-month goals, which scared the crap out of me, had no idea how they would happen. And then looking back, I realized, I remember we watched that video and you were like, you were so nervous and cute. Oh my gosh, look at you all nervous. And I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I hit them all in a way different avenue and vehicle than I thought I'd hit a lot of them, especially business-wise. But it happened. And I thought I was going to go start my own business, my own coaching business. And we ended up partnering together in our network marketing, health and wellness business. And we hit them all through that vehicle, which was not in a million years what I thought how it would happen. So I think it's important to put it out there, not be attached to exactly how it'll happen, release the how, work for it, take the steps, but put it out there. So putting it out there, our, our call to action to you is to feel the fear, do it anyway, and uh, make your declarations. Put it out there into the world. So I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of 2023. And next week, we're going to keep going with vision, but we're going to deep dive into another concept, another fun activity. Mm. Um, and we are so excited to have you here and to have you be a loyal listener. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you are subscribed. Please write a review if you've never written us a review. Give us a five-star rating if you feel like we deserve it. Send this episode to someone that you think that needs to hear it. 
maybe even screenshot this right now and post it on your stories. And add a link to, you know how you can add a link on Instagram? You can just copy this link, screenshot it, and then people can just click and listen. Yeah, and tag us so we know that you're doing it. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being you. You are so brave. You are so smart. You are so capable. You are so worthy. You are so just exactly where you need to be right here, right now in this moment. So let's grow together this year. Woohoo! I bet you're starting to think about getting organized in 2023. We have the perfect thing for you. You hear us share about 90 day habits all the time. We just came out with a brand new product. It's a 12 month planner and it has everything you could possibly need for the next 12 months as you plan out every part of your business your daily dues, your week at a glance, your month at a glance, goals, literally everything you could possibly need in one spot. So if you do not already have your planner, head over to 90dayhabits.co and go get your copy now. This is also a great gift for a teammate and we'll drop the link in the show notes. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. Magnetic.